Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Accident with the left lane blocked in Springfield on the Beltway Interloop after 644. In the district, all is looking good. No problems on 395, 295, and 695. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. Chance for some patchy frost early this Wednesday morning as temperatures drop to 22 to 32 degrees across the area. I'm tracking sunshine for your afternoon, high pressure still in control, and a high temperature around 50 degrees. Our next chance of rain, not till the upcoming weekend, a few spotty showers and temperatures will be rising this week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You are looking at a chilly Wednesday morning midweek, February 7th. We're at 26 degrees this morning. This hour in Upper Marlboro's 28 Woodbridge, we're up a few to 35 now in our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 1.59. WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather. Up to the minute forecasts you can count on. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning. It is February 7th. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early hour on WTLP Breaking Politics, Campaign 2024, President Biden projected winner of Nevada's Democratic presidential primary this morning. New this morning. The D.C. Council says yes to the big anti-crime bill. The fear in our city is real. I'm Dick Iuliano. Former President Trump cannot claim immunity from criminal prosecution. Montgomery County's new school chief has 22 years of experience in the system. I'm Kate Ryan. Games on Wall Street. Asian stocks mixed this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. The House has failed in its effort to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. On this vote... The yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. The House also failed to approve additional aid to Israel as it fights Hamas. CBS News projects the selection none of these candidates will get the most votes in the Republican presidential primary in Nevada. Nikki Haley will come in second. Former President Trump wasn't on the ballot but is competing in the party's caucus on Thursday where delegates will be awarded. Jennifer Crumley has been found guilty of four counts of involuntary manslaughter for allowing her son access to a gun. He used it to kill four of his classmates at a high school in Michigan in 2021. CBS's Elaine Quijano was inside the courtroom. We find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumbly closed her eyes at times as the decision was read. Craig Schilling was there. His son Justin was killed in the massacre. Well, with this verdict, I mean, it will carry a lot of weight with it. Um, it will definitely... Um, get people thinking. The jury foreperson said their decision came down to a single factor. The thing that really hammered it home is that she was the last adult with the gun. 
Crumbly's husband goes on trial next month. A three-judge panel of a federal appeals court has roundly rejected former President Trump's claims that he's immune from prosecution for actions he took while he was president. Trump is expected to appeal the ruling to the Supreme Court. Downtown Los Angeles has gotten more than seven inches of rain in the past uh, two days, almost half of what it gets usually in a year. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is there. It's going to be lingering for some time. Flooding is a big concern with the soil as saturated as it is. There's no place for all of this rain to go. We are seeing some isolated flooding situations in the roads. They're mostly manageable. The landslides, the mudslides, nearly 400, still a big concern, not just today and in the days to come, but really for the next week or so. 70 current or former employees of the New York City Housing Authority have been accused of corruption for allegedly taking millions of dollars in exchange for work contracts. U.S. Attorney Damian Williams. The charges show superintendents accepting and extorting bribes from contractors had become business as usual, occurring in almost 100 NYCHA buildings across all five boroughs. That's nearly a third of all NYCHA buildings. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, February 7th. Welcome into WTOP. Mainly clear, very cold overnight, early morning. Veronica says the low by daybreak on your Wednesday should be somewhere between 22 and 32. 27 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. The top stories we're following for you this morning as we roll into this 2 a.m. hour together on Wednesday. The D.C. Council voting in favor of a comprehensive anti-crime bill that would toughen laws against gun crimes, carjackings, and open-air drug dealing. There was no opposition on the council in the first vote for the sweeping bill following a year in which the city experienced a 39% increase in violent crime. The fear in our city is real. At-large council member Robert White was among the 12 council members voting yes. Ward 2 council member Brooke Pinto led the drive for the anti-crime bill. I am hopeful and believe that today's action sends a very clear message that we are turning in a safer and more secure direction. It is long past due. Before heading to the desk of Mayor Muriel Bowser, the bill will face a second and final vote in the weeks ahead after members iron out differences on several amendments. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Mayor Bowser is urging the council to hold a second vote this month. She says city leaders must implement common sense legislation to make communities safer. WTOP News time, now 2.04. Days after the superintendent of the largest school system in Maryland was let go, the school board also has brought in her temporary replacement now. Monique Felder is not a stranger to Montgomery County's school district. Now appointed interim superintendent, she spent 22 years with Montgomery County. Montgomery County Public Schools is my home. Her appointment comes less than a week after Monifa McKnight stepped down. School board president Carla Silvestri said the board was in touch with Felder within the last couple of weeks. We don't remember the exact date. Felder was asked when she was first contacted. Uh, the contact was recent. Felder will serve as interim superintendent while the school board undertakes a national search for a permanent school's chief. In Rockville, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. At 2.05, turning to the medical page Wednesday morning on WTOP. Did you know our area is struggling when it comes to preterm birth rates? 
In fact, the March of Dimes gives this week the D.C. region a grade of C- on this issue. And the numbers show black mothers are being impacted the very most here. These are not the rates that we hope to see in the DMV. Mallory Ampari quarrels with the March of Dimes in D.C. says the advocacy group's report card shows that black parents are more likely to also lose infants during or shortly after birth. While many causes are at play here, she says the biggest issue in D.C., Virginia, and Maryland. I think for all three, honestly, it is access to quality care. Another is implicit bias in health care, something Maryland mom Elizabeth Kemp Calder experienced firsthand when doctors told her she wasn't in labor when she was. She would lose two of her three triplets, including her son, Ronald Jr. I was able to hold him while he was fighting for air, and he passed away. She hopes to see more health care providers provide implicit bias training for employees. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 206, a man once convicted of murder and who spent 27 years behind bars, is now a member of the D.C. City Committee that sets criminal sentencing guidelines. Now, the D.C. Council voted to appoint Joel Castone, a former member of the city's advisory neighborhood commission, as one of 12 voting members of the sentencing commission. He's actually the first member who has served time. D.C. Council member Anita Bonds backed his nomination. We say as a society that giving individuals a second chance is um, tantamount to being and having the American experience. Well, here we go. We're given this great opportunity to do just that and to hear from an individual who has had experiences that many of us have not had. And I think these experiences are very, very important. Now, this comes as D.C. is coping with violent crime, having ended 2023 with the fifth highest per capita murder rate among the nation's biggest cities. Gaston said, quote, it seems that it's sending a resounding message to all returning citizens that you can participate in civic engagement. WTOP at 207. Let's talk transportation Wednesday morning on WTOP. You want to watch your speed as you drive in D.C. in the near future. Harsher penalties said to be coming. New legislation on the table just passed by the D.C. Council will also focus, we're told, on repeat offenders. The district will create a point system to track drivers who repeatedly commit traffic violations. The legislation also gives the city's attorney general the power to sue drivers with multiple violations, regardless of where they actually live. Did you know many of the city's unpaid traffic tickets are issued to Virginia and Maryland drivers? The new traffic safety package on the table also lets D.C. install so-called speed governors, which restrict a car's speed for drivers who commit the most serious violations. The measure is still waiting for approval from the mayor and Congress. Stay tuned. We'll keep you updated here on WTLP. Time now is 208 Wednesday morning. Welcome in. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And a pleasant good morning to Butch Seltzer in the WTOP Traffic Center. And good morning to you, Dean. A bunch of problems in Maryland. Accident blocking the right lane in Greenbelt on the Beltway Outer Loop at Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Uh, We have an overturned tractor-trailer in Bethesda that's just about righted back up. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get that out of the way, though. So still... Uh, just the right lane and right shoulder getting by. We're closing both directions due to an accident in Laurel on Route 1 northbound between Whiskey Bottom Road and Country Meadows Lane. We're also closed due to a gas line 
a leak in College Park on Campus Drive, both directions between University Boulevard and Regents Drive. In Virginia, accident blocking the left lane in Springfield on the Beltway inner loop after 644. We have road construction in both directions, which has the roadway uh, down to one lane in Rossland on 66 between Spout Run Parkway and Route 29. Construction has two right lanes blocked in Springfield on 395 northbound between the Beltway and Seminary Road. 495, 95, 395, uh, the Beltway, with the exception of that accident, all looking clear in the district. No problems right now. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Clear skies and sunshine, and it's going to be a wonderful Wednesday. Today is going to be a little warmer than our Tuesday. We've got temperatures this morning in the lower 20s and lower 30s, but will warm quickly, hitting 40 degrees by noon and 50 degrees through your afternoon hours. Sunshine, lots of it for today, and only some scattered high clouds for Thursday. Even warmer at 55 to 56 degrees for Thursday afternoon. 60 for Friday. We'll have additional clouds moving in out ahead of the next weather maker. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. In the First Alert Weather Center. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Boeing's plane builders want a Hollywood ending. As they prepare to start contract talks next month, the workers who build Boeing passenger jets are taking their cues from the deals auto workers and Hollywood actors struck after strikes last year. The head of Boeing's largest union tells Bloomberg that its negotiators will be demanding a 40% pay increase over three or four years. They're coming out of a 10-year contract that locked in a mere 4% raise in all that time. He also says they're willing to call a strike if necessary. A lot of people will be putting money on the line this Super Bowl Sunday. With the game being played in Vegas, it makes sense that according to a new American Gaming Association survey, a record nearly 68 million adults are expected to bet on the big game. That's a 35% increase from last year. And all of those bettors plan to wager an estimated $23 billion this year, up from $16 billion last year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. Wheelchairs for Warriors serves those who served us. We provide custom-fit wheelchairs for veterans and first responders injured in the line of duty. When they are denied the services they deserve, we stand in the gap. To join the mission and support America's heroes, you can visit our website at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. We are a 501c3 organization and part of the combined federal campaign. Visit wheelchairsforwarriors.org. 
you have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. Are you excited about being a new grandmother? Of course I am. A little intimidated, too. Why? Taking care of a baby today is so different than when I had you. But, Mom, you did great with me. Thanks, son. But I put you on your stomach to sleep. Right. But now we know that babies should always be placed on their backs to sleep for naps and at night to reduce the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, or SIDS. Hmm. You also slept with blankets and toys in your crib. True. But now we know to keep everything out of the crib except for my sweet baby girl. No blankets, pillows, or other soft or loose items. Daddy's going to teach Nana all the ways to keep you safe while you sleep. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. For more tips on safe sleep for babies, visit safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. The safe to sleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. This is WTOP News. You know, when the opera's greatest soprano began a love affair years ago with one of the world's richest men, it made headlines then around the world. But then he left her to marry the widow of an American president. This morning, in this edition of the WTOP Book Report, best-selling author Daisy Goodwin sits down with our Tariq King to talk about her new novel titled Diva, a reimagining of the scandalous affair between Aristotle Onassis and Maria Callas. I wanted to write a book where you are seeing the world through Maria's eyes. And the only way I could do that to really get inside her head was to write a dissection. Which part of Maria Callas's life does this story tell? The story starts on the night that, in my view, Maria Callas gives her greatest performance. And she goes out and she's smiling, she's all dressed up, she's wearing jewels. And everybody knows that on the other side of Europe, the man that Maria loves, and Aristotle Onassis, is marrying Jacqueline Kennedy. What are some of the themes in Maria's story that you explore here that audiences will find universal? I think everybody wonders at some point in their life if their partner loves them for themselves. For Maria, when we first meet her, she's married to a man who she knows loves Maria Callas, the singer, but does he love Maria, the woman? And then when she meets Anassis, Anassis clearly is interested in Maria 
the woman. He couldn't care less about opera. Maria is, you know, for the first time ever, she falls in love. And I think that is very, I think, as we all know, that's a very overwhelming experience. Would you say you were driven by a desire to perhaps elevate the reading audience into this grand world or to bring that world to the reader in its purest and most relatable essence? It's a love story. It's a story of a powerful woman trying to kind of figure out what really matters to her. I hope it will appeal to people who've never seen an opera, who know nothing about opera. But I hope that once you've read the book, you will want to hear Kala sing. You'll listen to Tariq's full interview with best-selling author Daisy Goodwin and learn more about Diva. Head on over to our website and search book reports. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following for you on WTOP this Wednesday morning. An impeachment vote against Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas fails in the House this week. Federal appeals court rejects former President Donald J. Trump's immunity claim in his 2020 election interference case. And a jury finds Jennifer Crumley, a Michigan school shooter's mother, guilty of four cases of manslaughter. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. In Maryland, that overturned tractor-trailer in Bethesda is almost cleared up and out of the way, uh, off the roadway itself, but it looks like it's going to be pushed over to the right shoulder and still is leaning into the right lane just a bit. Closed in both directions due to an accident in Laurel on Route 1 northbound between Whiskey Bottom Road and Country Meadows Lane. The accident cleared out of the right lane in Greenbelt on the Beltway Outer Loop at Baltimore-Washington Parkway were closed due to a a gas line leak in College Park. Park on Campus Drive, both directions between University Boulevard and Regents Drive in College Park. Also, the roadwork has the two right lanes blocked on the Beltway Interloop between the 95 Interchange and Route 1. No problems on 495, 270, 95. In Virginia, accident blocking the left lane in Springfield on the Beltway Interloop after 644. Road construction both directions as the roadway down to one lane in Rosslyn on 66 between Spout Run Parkway and Route 29. 495, 95, 395 in the Beltway. Uh, all clear with the exception of that accident uh, on the inner loop. In the district, 395, 295, 695, all moving along with no issues. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. Clear skies, light winds, and some pretty low temperatures this early Wednesday morning, starting out between 22 and 32 degrees across the area. We'll warm quickly, though, 40 by noon and 50 for the 2, the 3 o'clock hour, even around 4 p.m. So it's going to be quite comfortable under sunshine. And even warmer air is expected for the end of the week and upcoming weekend, mid 50s for Thursday, mostly sunny skies and around 60 degrees on Friday. Still no rain, but there could be a few spotty showers late Saturday, early Sunday morning. Wade's looking right now. I've got 65 degrees. Your high temperature on Saturday, the record 68 and forecasting 60 degrees on Sunday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronix Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. 
I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOV's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. New on WTOP Wednesday morning, Marilyn Mosby, the former top prosecutor in Baltimore, has been convicted by a federal jury on one count of mortgage fraud. But the same jury acquitted her of another count as she faced trial related to her buying two vacation homes in Florida. After deliberating for about seven hours, the jury in the case determined Mosby lied when she wrote a letter claiming her husband agreed to gift her $5,000 at closing toward a condominium along Florida's southwestern Gulf Coast. She faces the this morning, a maximum of 30 years in federal prison. The jury acquitted Mosby in the end of a similar charge related to her purchase of a home in Florida near Orlando. Back in November, Mosby was convicted of perjury in a separate trial. She could face five years behind bars for that. We hear a lot about sports betting these days, especially during this time of year around the big, big Super Bowl game. For problem gamblers, it can be a tough one, though. We are in the midst of a surge of unprecedented expansion of sports betting and we are constantly seeing and hearing ads for super bowl bets keith white executive director of the national council on problem gambling those ads can trigger the urge to gamble even in folks who've already devastated themselves and are trying to stop for those who struggle with gambling addiction white urges them to take extra steps right now possibly by going to an extra meeting or by surrounding themselves with friends and family members who can help them focus on other activities the most important point for anybody who may think they have a problem is to know that there's hope and help out there Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. No dice locally for a casino in Tysons this morning, at least not this year, of Virginia Senate Committee this week rejecting legislation that would have allowed a referendum on a casino in the wealthy suburb. The vote effectively kills the bill for this year's legislative session, but provides a glimmer of hope to casino supporters that it can be revived in the future. The committee rejected a motion to kill the bill outright, instead opting to carry it over to 2025 for future consideration. As you likely know, Tysons is currently home to high-end retail and office development and there was fierce opposition in the casino from neighbors up in the morning and out to school it's easy for education majors to get a job teaching here in D.C. in this area because there are not enough graduates right now to fill those jobs. But in an increasingly diverse world these days, you don't see many minority teachers, which is why the top educator in the country was at Bowie State this week to highlight programs aimed at helping more minorities lead classrooms. Over the last year, Bowie State has gotten more than $6 million in federal grants that help make it easier for future teachers like David Bryant, a 34-year-old sophomore originally from Detroit now on a full ride. And not just my tuition, but my books, (laughs) my supplies. It it has blessed me in all those ways. We're about 20% or less 
of our professional staff represent the diversity in our country. U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona toured the campus touting the programs while talking to future teachers and future guidance counselors like Monica Chica, who couldn't afford to be a full-time student until she got some of the money. I wasn't going to graduate in three years if it wasn't for the grant. At Bowie State, John Dome in WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. The Capitals look like a team coming off a long layover, returning from the All-Star break to lose 5-2 to the Montreal Canadiens, the fifth straight loss for the Caps. Charlie Lindgren wouldn't even last a full period after giving up three goals on nine shots. Why the short hook, Spencer Carberry? Just change momentum. The chances that we give up, it's just, it's the same old story. And I know 